The privilege and power of prayer. The power of prayer, the most wonderful and awesome thing that I can engage my time and activities in. So why don't I pray more? Why don't you pray more? What keeps us from praying? Well, I'm pretty convinced over the years the reason we don't pray is we don't think we need to pray. Another reason is we don't understand the wonderful power of prayer and the privilege of prayer being able to come into the very presence of God. But another reason we don't pray is because there is something in our lives that keeps us away from God. Remember Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden when God created them, they had communion with God. It seems and appears according to the first passages of the Bible that God would come down every day and walk with Adam and Eve through the garden, communing with them, fellowshipping with them, teaching them, instructing them, and oh, what a wonderful time that was. But when Adam and Eve sinned, what did they do? Oh, they ran from God. They hid from God. They were afraid of God because of their sin. Sin keeps us away from God. And that's what we read here in the book of James. Now, prayer, so awesome, so wonderful, so powerful. But James is saying, if you're sick, pray. Now, first I think I should address this thing of sickness and prayer. All sickness does not come because of sin. Does not come, become, come because of sin. Remember the blind man in John chapter 9? And the disciples said, Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? And Jesus said, Neither. Some sickness, and actually probably most sickness, is a result of the original sin that was uh, committed in the Garden of Eden. But the sin that uh, causes sickness is from time to time. I'm sure God does sometimes, according to Scripture, allow sickness to come into our life because of sin. And he uses it to chasten us, to get our attention, to draw us back to himself. So there is, and matter of fact, that's what James is saying, is any among you sick call for the elders of the church, anointing him with oil. The prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they will forgive him. So some sickness is no doubt a result of sin. And usually that sin has to do with trespasses, okay? Violating God's boundaries, going past the point of God's design and rules for our lives that brings hurt and heartache into our lives and the lives of others. And so he says, confess your sins and they will be forgiven. And then he also says here, confess your faults one to another. Now, and you will be forgiven. There's two aspects of this here. One is I can have a sin in my life that maybe no one knows about. It's not against anyone else, but God knows about, I know about, I confess it. God cleanses me and washes me. First John 1, 8, 9, and 10. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. But, but then there's other sins in my life I can't deal with on my own. I'm too proud to admit I have the sin. I'm too proud and arrogant to ask God to really forgive me. And even though I ask him to forgive me, I don't mean it. And I get up the next day and do the same sin over and over again. It's habitual. It's addictive. And, and I can't get over it. And the Bible says, go to someone else. Go to someone else. And you know what that means? That means you're going to humble yourself. 
and you tell someone, I have a real problem with something in my life and God calls it a sin and I need you to pray for me. I need to admit to you. Now, when you do that, you know what you just did? You humbled yourself before someone and most of all before God and then God gives you grace. And I've been so amazed that accountability makes such a powerful difference in dealing with habitual sin in our life. It humbles us when we confess our sin or our trespass to someone else. And that's why verse 16 is such a powerful, powerful verse. And then he says that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. That effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man that gets much accomplished. And he gives us some examples. So God bless you today. Confess your faults first to God, if you need to, to someone else, and ask God to cleanse you. And I'm telling you, you'll find healing for your soul, and you could find healing for your body. God bless you. Have a great day.